Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Although Izzy, frontman of Izzy's Caravan, got his musical start in high school, he became disillusioned with the music and took a break for a while before returning to the instrument he loved, guitar, just a few years ago. His 2020 EP, On the Pool, featured a number one iTunes single, Drowning Man's Blues. The band is set to release a full-length album this summer, entitled Blow the Lid. Izzy joins me in this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about his musical career and the upcoming record. Hello, Izzy. Welcome to our podcast. Hey, Greg. Uh, really, really glad to be here. Glad to get the chance to catch up with you and, and um, talk about your music and your uh, your journey and your musical career and all kinds of uh, things related to that. Tell me a little bit about your um, your journey with music and how that began. Oh, wow. This... Uh... Uh, you know, this goes back a long, long way. Um, um, I guess growing up, uh, I was really fortunate to, uh, to be in a household where, uh, you know, where music was a pretty central part of, uh, uh, of uh, you know, my dad was, was a really big audiophile. And, uh, yeah. you know, so, like, really early on, I was exposed to some really classic rock records and stuff, you know, from, you know, Pink Floyd to, you know, Dire Straits and whatnot. And, uh, so that, you know, and I still remember when I first heard, uh, Money for Nothing. And, you know, I was like, like a little kid and I, and I was just like, wow, dude, uh, what is this guy doing, right? <laughs> and that was sort of like my first, uh, exposure to the electric guitar. I know sometimes it's just one of those things where you know that, wow, this, this thing's going to have a real impact in your life. Uh-huh. And it's just going to be that with you. So, um, so, 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 yeah, that was it. And, uh, you know, I, I think growing up in a, you know, in a different era from now, I think there was always like this sort of bleed through between the generation before mine and, uh, you know, their music taste, movies and stuff. Yeah, sure. And so, so, we, so we carried that lineage lineage through and, uh, and so, yeah, that's how it all started, you know, right to this point where I'm creating chaos in the studio myself now, you know. So. <laughs> Where, did, fine, you, yeah. did you grow up in the States or, or a different country? No, no, I was in, uh, I was in South Asia. Okay. And then, um, then I was in, yeah, then I was in Canada. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I read where um, a, a lot of this started for you uh, in high school in, in Canada and uh, high school rock bands kind of thing. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was back in university and, uh, you know, we sort of, uh, that, that rock star itch sort of started kicking and, uh, and so, uh, I mean, I still have these vivid memories of, uh, so back then I had a bass player called Ray, and, um, you know, so him and I finally were like, all right, you know, let's, let's do something, and, uh, and we sort of went through that whole textbook journey of the musician, right, where you save every dollar dime, you know, you skip all the lunch and save that, you know, five, ten bucks, and put <laughs> it all in a, you know, and then you start buying your gear with it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, right. you know. 
And uh, yeah, and then I then I remember I was like, all right, well, we got some some tracks down. We need a book list, right? And so, so I, again, textbook journey. You know, I placed an ad, uh, put a little cheesy little poster in, in the in the local guitar store. Uh, you know, uh, vocalist wanted. Uh, you know, must listen to CCR and Tom Petty and Motley Crue and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know. And so I, so I still remember this guy shows up once, uh, one day, and uh, and it's Sim, who's still the vocalist till today. And, uh, you know, I still remember he was wearing this Motley Crew t-shirt, and uh, he had this Fender Telecaster in his hand. And, and we started jamming, and we probably did, like, a horrible rendition of Highway to Hell. Uh, but I was just like, I was like, this is it, dude. This, this is the guy. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's just, you know... Brotherhood started then, and it's still going on until today. Did I I read correctly that you guys took a break, or you took a break for a while? Yeah, we we released a couple of records back then in 2006-ish, and um, then I was just like, you know, um, you know, I mean, you know, when you release these things, and, you know, you think every record is, uh, I don't know, appetite destruction in your own mind, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's like, wow, oh, this is like Aerosmith rocks, man, you know? And uh, it just doesn't work out that way, right? Right, yeah. And, uh, and I guess the music landscape had really changed uh, then as well. Because it was like we were sort of, you know, had the spirit of old school rock and roll, but that was on the outs anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so I became really, really disillusioned with uh, with the guitar and music and stuff, and uh, and believe it or not, I didn't I didn't touch the instrument for at least over a decade or so. Wow! And then uh, yeah, and then it was just you know a couple of chance meetings here and there. Um, you know, I picked up the guitar and, uh, and it was like that little kid inside me woke up, right? And I was like, mm. you know what? Um. I think it's time to do this, man. I live once. Uh, you know, it's just, it's been the love of my life. My rock and roll has been, you know, so so instrumental in everything from the good and the bad. So yeah. I was like, all right, let's, let's just do this now, right? Yeah. So here we are. So you were able to get all the guys back together then, huh? Well, yeah, that was, that was the awesome part. You know, um, initially I started out by myself and I figured it's just going to be like, you know, who would want to sort of, you know, jump on this uh, train now, right? Right, um, yeah. But yeah, the guys were up for it, and they're like, yeah, let's, let's do this, man. Yeah. And uh, it's been awesome, yeah. Are, are you guys creating your own songs, writing your own songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we're, um, this is such a, you know, such an exciting time for us right now. I mean, not sort of, ironically being this pandemic but fighting in the sense uh, we're literally just uh, a couple of days away in fact I was just I'm literally in the studio right now just doing all the final edits to our new uh, our new record uh, Blow the Lid which is uh, scheduled for release on June 15th mm-hmm. so, uh, so yeah this is uh, it's been a pretty pretty prolific period for us at least uh, in this pandemic yeah what what's the songwriting process look like for you guys is it are, are you all in the same geographical area now or do you have to do this uh 
digitally, virtually across the across the web, or can you get together in the studio together? No, you know that's that's been the that's been the tricky part, right? Uh, we're having to do it remotely, and uh, you know, uh, I guess it's a, it's a good side of technology, right? Where it's it now allows you to do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, and it's obviously that feel of uh, the band industry is not there or anything, but, uh, you know, vicariously, uh, we create ideas and stuff. Uh, it's, you know, it's just we're playing, by, playing it by ear right now, and, um, I mean, it's tough, but, uh, but the tools are all there now to, uh, to get this done remotely, so... Uh, so yeah, that's you know we had to sort of uh, you know improvise a little bit, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it's going well though. Yeah. Will you be able to come together at some juncture and and take this out, try to try to play out as a band tour in the different parts of the world or a particular country? How how does that work when when you can get out again? Yeah, yeah, that's been, that's that's you know it's just every time we release something. We're like, okay, you know, let's just, fingers crossed, things are going to get better, right? Things are going to get better. Um, it's just, uh, it's just not working, working out in our favor right now. Yeah. Um, but that, but that, that is the plan, though. I mean, if there's one thing, uh, by the time we do get to do some shows, we're going to have so much music in our catalog. But, uh, you know, uh, that wouldn't be much of a problem for us. Uh, you know, we're having a couple of EPs plus this new album so so we got a you know a truckload of songs to uh, to showcase on the road but it's just uh, I guess we just have to be a little patient and uh, have a little bit of a thick skin right now yeah um, yeah you know just buy yeah it's tough though man it's, it's yeah so the new record um, Blow the Lid it's it seems a little more in the uh rock vein than some of your earlier stuff. The earlier was a little more uh, bluesy Americana rock. It seems like you kinda went a little a little in the uh down the harder side with this. Was, was that intentional? Yeah, this was uh you know, I, I still remember when I did on the pole, which was the E P before, that's a pure blues but that's more driven towards blues and that kind of side. And, um, you know, it still had that sort of feel of rock, though. But this one, yeah, this one's... Um, I actually remember when I, when I wrapped that up, I was like, okay, let's, you know, let's start working on the next one. Because, again, like, you know, I said we can't do any shows or anything, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that itch to keep creating was there. So, so I remember after On the Pool, I got right back into the studio started, you know, recording more stuff. But it's just, uh, I think with the subject matter, I think it's also sort of a reflection of uh, of the, envi- the social environment we're in right now. So I think that's sort of really seeped into uh, some of these tracks. Mm-hmm. And they just uh, organically took a little bit of the harder uh, raw. It's a bit more abrasive. Um, it's a bit more crude. Um, but also organically honest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It did it did sort of going towards the more, even though there's a bunch of blues riffs thrown together. But but I guess when 
the final sort of product came out, um, you're right, it's, it's, it's a lot harder than, than the previous record. Yeah. Sure. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. Do you have a sense yet of what your um, what the audience's response is? Are your your fans? Are you getting any feedback? Are they are they enjoying the the harder edge? Can you tell yet? Um, yeah, we've released a, 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 a few of the songs of the new album already, and uh, uh, so far so good. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a couple of them. Uh, uh, even did pretty well on iTunes and stuff, and uh, so that was really awesome. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, that's a pretty cool feeling. And um, so, so I'm guessing you know, but also it's you know again, like I'm I'm a real stickler for uh, for to me the song has to channel. I mean, it has to go on the record on its own merits. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly don't really take into account how long the song is or uh, um, whether it's sort of got a more harder, rougher feel to it. I sort of like that uh, freedom. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I mean, believe it or not, we have an 18 minute song. Oh, wow. On this album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just, you know, it's, it's, it's something Sim and I had in the catalog since 2006. And uh, we, this time, we were lucky enough to have the tools to do it. So we did it. And by the time I was done with it, it was 18 minutes long. And I was like, you know what? If that's what it takes for the song to tell the story that I want it to, uh-huh. then that's okay. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, fair enough. Let it be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun that way. It's, you know, that sense of freedom and and that sense of honesty that comes out. So hopefully people do it, man. Anyone who can sit through 18 minutes, sure, man. <laughs> you know. it, it, yeah. might, it might not get a lot of uh, commercial airplay with an 18-minute song, but certainly yeah. the, the fans yeah, will get a chance uh, to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to happen, man. Um, I don't think radio is gonna be like, all right, we're gonna play this one, man. Yeah, buckle up, eighteen minutes. There you go. <laughs> now, uh, did you write an eighteen-minute song, or did it did it turn into an eighteen-minute song when you guys started recording it? Uh it it, it turned into an eighteen-minute song. Okay, it's just it's got a whole bunch of different. Because um, I guess when it comes to uh, songwriting as well, um, uh, to me. Uh, you know, storytelling becomes really critical to me. And I think that's what I took out from the blues. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. When I really got into the blues and stuff, um, even like authentic blues, I was listening to a lot of Lightning Hawkins and stuff like that. Uh, there's this sense of uh, uh, dissonance sometimes mm-hmm. where it doesn't follow any rules and mm-hmm. uh, orthodoxy that people can expect in the song. And I really like that. Um, that's why, like, to me, Lightning Hopkins is just this, he's, he's a phenomena, right? He's not yeah. even a musician. To me, yeah. He's a phenomena. And, um, and, and I was really inspired by this, this, this sense of freedom that he played with. So, uh, so yeah, it just, even with, we were, you know, the, when we were recording this song, Curse of Anesthesia, and it's about Ivan the Terrible and uh, his wife, Anesthesia, and stuff. And it's a, it's a you know, this sort of beautiful story came out, and it just 
that story kept telling itself, and and the next thing you know, it's 18 minutes long, but it's uh, it's a really really fascinating piece for us, uh, and I think that's was another thing with this album was we've done some things where we've creatively really pushed the boundaries of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that that's another sort of big difference from the last uh, last EP that we did. Yeah. Um, are you getting a chance to play any of these? Like, do you get to play them uh, as a solo artist? Do you have something, do you have a, a day job that you're trying to hold down while we're waiting on the pandemic to clear up, or are you trying to still be a oh, full time yeah. musician? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, you gotta keep the day job. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's, uh, every musician out there, keep your day job. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> music, music's an expensive, expensive hobby, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a guitar addict, right? So I have like 25, 26 fenders lying in my house. Uh, so you really need to keep the day job. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, uh, that's, that's what I, you know, fender takes all my feelings, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just picked up a beautiful uh, 52 telly just last week. Wow, awesome. Uh, I think that wasn't enough. I ended up picking up a 52 tribute Les Paul as well a few days after. So, so yeah, you gotta keep the day job. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> are are you? So this current record that that's your new album is actually not out yet. Is that right? You guys are kind of releasing singles along the way, and the album itself comes out. If I think I read right, somewhere in mid June. Yeah, June fifteenth. Okay. Um, so it, yeah, the initial plan was what we wanted to do was um, release a single every month till the release of the uh-huh. album. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, you know, it's like COVID, let's just say COVID hit home, right? Yeah. Um, so, so we had to put some of these plans on the back burner. And, uh, it's just, again, you know, it's just one of those things where you gotta, you know, be really quick on your feet mm-hmm. to maneuver around some of this stuff. So, uh, so unfortunately, we not only that we ended up losing out a couple of songs. So this album is going to have eight songs. Oh, okay. Um, so we released, yeah, five. Five of them we've already released. Uh, the last three we're going to sort of uh, keep in the vault till June fifteenth, uh-huh. and uh, and hopefully people dig it. Yeah, yeah. So on June fifteenth, uh, it's officially did the album in its entirety. Okay, available. How far ahead are you thinking? Uh, are you working on a new one? You, you said you lost out a couple songs. Will you be able to incorporate them in a new project in the future? Yeah, the way things are right now, um, I don't think we're going to be really going to get the chance to do any shows for a while. Yeah. Because we just keep planning. And um, and I know what's going to happen, right? Um, you know, once it comes out, I'm probably going to tell myself, okay, you know, let's take some time off now um, and wait it out and see if we can reconnect. Yeah. yeah. I know what's going to happen is I'm going to pick up the guitar. Something's going to come out. The DAW is going to come on. Next thing, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a song. <laughs> Next thing, it's going to be all right. You know, since he's on one now, might as well, you know. Sure, why not? Oh, right? Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. So, so I would predict probably, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another EP 
in the offing by probably December. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. good. Right. Yeah, cool. So the, the yeah. new record is "Blow the Lid," uh, officially out June fifteenth. If listeners want to check out the new music or reach out to you and uh, talk about uh, some of these things a little deeper, what's the best way to find you? I think we established maybe there wasn't a Facebook page, but a website. Where's the best way to reach you? Uh, yeah, you, they can, uh, people can check us out on our official website, which is um, um, easyscaravan.com. That's I-Z-Z-I-E-S, caravan. Uh, com. They can even email me. It's the same thing as you, Scaravan and Gmail. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. Um, so okay, that, that, yeah, management's you know, running uh, that yeah, way. Yeah, okay, so they can get to you yeah, that yeah, way eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can hunt us down on Instagram as well. Uh, all uh, you know, check us out on all the streaming services. All the yeah. music's up there. Good. Um, it's all free downloads away. They can just go to the website okay. and get those as well. Good. Yeah. Well, thanks, Izzy. This has been fun, and I wish you guys well with it. I I, I know different parts of the world are in different stages of uh, waking back up, so I certainly uh, hope you guys get to get together and and share this music um, with your fan base soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. And thank you so much for having us, man. Uh, it's a real pleasure. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.